What's up, hot stars, and welcome back to another podcast. I know, I know, I know it's been a hot minute since I've done one of these, but I'm back, and today I have a very special guest. Special guest, introduce yourself. Now, don't you mean a hot minute? A hot minute? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? A hot minute, hot minute. Yeah. Yes, a hot minute. It has been a hot minute since I've done one of these. Let's get it right. If we're going to be the hot fairy... You gotta say it right. It's the whole way, but I feel you. I feel you. Special guest, please introduce yourself. What's up, <laughs> Holtis? I think that's what she calls you guys. Uh, this is her brother, her big brother, Zay. Uh, just here to support, have some fun, and talk about some good stuff. Uh, I think we have some good things in store for you, so buckle up, right? Please buckle up. Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> if you're hungry and if you're not, just go get your plate, get you some silverware. You know, we're going to just put some things on your plate to help you uh, get through life. Maybe help blessing uh, be great for 2019. All right, let's go. All right, so these podcasts do correspond with my blogs. You can find them at theholtway.com. This week's blog is about purpose and passion. So we're going to be coming up with and just talking about things that relate to purpose and passion. Um. I was talking through the podcast, I mean, well, the blog, and I was just saying how the two correlate, but they're not the same. Um, You can have one without the other, but you need them both, honestly, in order to maneuver through and make them both work. So, I don't know. Um, Zay, do you have any ideas on purpose, passion? Like, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I believe that everybody is born with a purpose. Um, It's the very reason God created you. Um. You know, many times, many people don't know what their purpose is. And so they try to, um, they try different things or sometimes, you know, this is going to be taboo and people are going to think I'm crazy for saying this, but just because you're in a position or in a situation that generates you a lot of money does not mean that you're in purpose. That just means you found a way to make a whole lot of money, but purpose comes, uh, purpose is really your gift to the world right your purpose is what you do that makes an impact in the world even if you make a whole lot of money you know yeah that impacts your world and your family which is great and you know you want to be able to have um, nice things but it's really what you give back to um, everybody around you so you know purpose is key um, because you just you know, when God created us, again, we had a purpose. Like right now, we're looking at an iPad. And there's a distinct purpose for the iPod, iPad. And that's what the creator, you know, had it or created it for was for that purpose. And so, you know, that's the same for um, God with us. Now, it is funny that you say that because I do say in the post that um, people like musicians, artists, designers, athletes, they're all very, very talented individuals who can make a lot of money from the things that they do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that is their purpose in life. Yes, like I said, with especially with athletes, like that can help them get to a place where they fulfill a purpose, whether it be basketball camps or just donations and just doing different things in the community. But that doesn't necessarily mean that being a ball player was what they were born to do in life, whether they're good at it or not. How much do you think talent and purpose kind of go together? Uh, it 
does to a certain degree. I mean, there's some people that you can tell that, like, their only purpose really was to play basketball. Right? You can you can see it. You know, because sometimes um, after they're finished playing, they get taken, you know, out of this world. Um, so they fulfilled their purpose in that degree. Um, but some people that um, being an athlete, being an entertainer, um, being someone that starts a business, um, those things can lead to you finding your purpose. It allows you to it really can fund your purpose, especially if you don't find if the business isn't driven towards what your purpose is. Um, so, you know, the talent can get you to your purpose. It can help navigate you through. So it can. It can have some impact on purpose. Good points. Um, so another thing I was saying in the post deals with, like, the correlation between passion and purpose and how, you know, I quoted T.D. Jakes, and I remember him saying, um, if you can't figure out what your purpose is, figure out your passion. Now, do you agree? Do you think, you know, you can find one through the other. Um, I know a lot of times um, a lot of ministers say their purpose is to preach, but they didn't always, you know, they didn't always see it that way. Like the, it takes a lot from them. So it's something that, you know, they have to, uh, it's not like that would have been like their first choice of what they wanted to do. They didn't necessarily have the passion for preaching when they started it. But now that they've, you know, kind of surrendered their lives to that they kind of found the passion do you kind of see how or what is your thoughts on how that works now are we talking in terms of just preaching well just in terms of like the lifestyle and the way that what that requires of you a lot of people I know a lot of people especially in our generation when they think of a pastor or a preacher they only see unfortunately the money side and them always asking for money and always whatever but those of us that grew up in a you know church that wasn't always built on that or that wasn't the main focus you have a different idea of a preacher so you understand that they have to there's a lot of their life that they kind of they of course, you have to, you know, live a sp- specific way, which all Christians are kind of, you know, expected in God's eyes to do. We don't always, you know, we fall short. We're human. But they themselves are always under a microscope. They're always expected to live better than, you know, or be higher in, um, not in like, reality, but like we hold them higher up than we do ourselves. Like when they fall it's like, oh my gosh, but if we do something that they do, you know, it's like, well, I'm me, I can do that, but if they do it, it's different, so. Well, some preachers, um, or more specifically, some pastors look at becoming a pastor because they can get a check for it. Um, And you can tell the difference between pastors that are passionate, um, because those pastors, they are in the trenches with their congregation, um, um, one of my former pastors used to always say, um, as a, as a shepherd, as a pastor, you should smell like sheep. Um, David, uh, was a shepherd boy because, and he lived with the sheep. He was around the sheep. And so being around the sheep, there was no way that he couldn't smell like the sheep. Um, so, but you could tell the ones that are just in it for the money, because 
their strategies is always trying to figure out how to bring more income into the church. Um, so, you know, when you're purposed and, and, and as a, as a preacher, or even as a believer, um, your purpose is to do what Jesus said when he, um, you know, once he rose from the dead and he came and he visited with his disciples one last time. Um, and you can find this in Matthew uh, chapter 28. Um, he says for you to go um, to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Um, so in others, he says for us to go make disciples. I'm sorry tells us to go make disciples in all nations. And so that's what our job, that's what our purpose is. Once we accept Christ is to make disciples in all nations, meaning wherever we are in the marketplace, that's what our purpose is. Um, because we live in a Americanized version or view of Christianity, um, we've turned church into a business. And if you study the Bible, if you study Acts, um, Church was never supposed to be a business. Um, you know, the, the church is uh, the ecclesia, uh, which means the body, the community. Um, and that's what church is supposed to be, is community. So uh, we, you know, I know today we got the social media pastors. We have the televangelists, um, you know, and a lot of people are looking at them and they're like, oh, well, I can get up and talk to people um, and I could be on those grand stages. And even them, they could be, you know, the Bible even says there's going to be some that's going to get before him and said, you know, I did miracles in your name. I preached in your name and God's going to say to him, you know, I knew you not. You work of iniquity. So um, just in terms of um, preaching, you know, uh, you can tell the ones that have a passion for God. You can tell because when you see them outside of it, they're not any different than when they're in the pulpit. Um, they'll, you know, you can just feel the passion oozing off of them. You can feel their love for God. You can feel, um, you know, that they really lived a life that they're calling you to. Um, so, you know, that's what it is. Also, purpose is, you know, a part of lifestyle. You know, you be intentional about decisions that you make. You know, I know if, um, like you think about athletes, you know, there's a level of discipline that comes in. Um, they know at that time point, their purpose of, you know, their purpose on that job is to, you know, perform at a high level. And so they discipline themselves and you got to be passionate to wake up and to be on a distinct diet, um, to eat right so that you, your body has the energy it needs. So, yeah, all that stuff, you know, passion and purpose does go hand in hand. So in the post, <clears throat> there were four questions that I um, that I outlined to kind of help people figure out mm, what their purpose is. Because I know a lot of people that is a struggle. And I even say in the post, some people just, you know, kind of know their purpose. God kind of lets them know. And then there's other people where... They kind of go on this life path of journey thing to kind of figure out what that purpose is. So there's the four questions are basically like, what do you enjoy? What would you do without being paid for it? Um, what are you naturally good at? And then how can you combine all of those things for the kingdom? And I know a lot of times uh, 
some things with purpose doesn't necessarily take you being good at it, especially like if we look at Moses, speaking was not his thing, but um, God did send him to Pharaoh to, to speak for his people. And he was like, I, you know, do what I command you and you'll, you know, go with that. So if it doesn't always mean like you're naturally superly equipped to do it, but God does come in and cover you. What do you think? I mean, what God actually does is he sends somebody with you to fulfill that purpose. So if we're staying with Moses, Moses was like, God, I can't do this because I have a stutter. And he said, okay, well, I'll send your brother Aaron to do the talking. Right. So what Moses would do is get the direction from God and he would share it with Aaron and Aaron would go out and he would speak. Um, So Moses's purpose still was fulfilled which was getting the children of Israel out of Egypt. It just, he wasn't the mouthpiece, right? So in that, in that regard, um, if you're striving in your purpose and there's something you're deficient in, he's going to send someone to help you. Um, you know, you think about, you know, the reason why God created Eve was he looked at Adam and said, you know, um, it's not good for man to be alone. And he doesn't specifically mean this in a relationship between a male and a female, but in terms of people, it's not good for us to do any of this alone. So even when it comes to finding our purpose, we need people around us. We need coaches. We need mentors. We need leaders. We need friends. We need family. We need people to help push because there's certain things that others see in us that we don't necessarily see in ourselves. And sometimes it takes somebody else pushing uh, the right buttons for you to find uh, that purpose. Um, you know, and these are some definitely some great questions is like, what do you enjoy? So like, you know, when I'm talking to people and like, you know, so what do you think your purpose is? And they're like, well, I don't know. I was like, OK, so what do you enjoy doing? And then, you know, then they be then they, they start talking about it. And then as they're talking about it, then I can feel the passion. And it's like, OK, now that's what your purpose to do is that right and then you know i'll ask my you are you willing to do it for free and if they say yes again that's your passion because you're you know i mean that's your purpose um you know your purpose is what will generate more income than even whatever gift or talent that you have you don't necessarily mean like money income you just mean like when no, people no, think no, of income, no, they no. just automatically think money. So, you know, let, they don't I think sh- of like. Let me say, let me say wealth. L- wealth. And wealth is not, uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, wealth is not the amount of money you have because there's a lot of empty people that have a lot of money. Wealth uh, comes from you have healthy relationships with family, friends. Um, you have a healthy body, which is key because if your body's not healthy, you can't even enjoy any kind of money. Um, that you have, um, then you're in a spiritually solid place um, to where there's peace. You know, even in the midst of chaos, you can have peace. Um, so, you know, that's where your wealth would come from is being in your purpose because, you know, in your purpose, and I know she's talked about what is your why, and your why often drives your purpose. Like, why? Why do you feel like you're purposed in this particular area? You know, I know for me, uh, one of the things that's purpose for me is to empower 
um, young adults and youth. Um, one of the reasons for that is because I felt like that's something that I lacked when I was younger and I wanted to be um, that person for somebody else. And if you, you know, you got to know me and know who I am, you know that that's one thing that I am passionate about and that it's naturally, it just naturally comes to me. It's just being able to help lead and, and guide and encourage even when I'm feeling terrible and I feel like my life's about to come to an end and, you know, I have so much on me sometimes. But when I get to encourage somebody, it helps me feel better. It, you know, I end up encouraging myself, encouraging them. All right, so all good stuff, all good stuff. Um, so you mentioned the why, and <clears throat> I don't know that I bring it up in this post, but it, I feel like I do have a designated post to your why. I think it deals with my post on um, has my daughter as the pictures, just saying what, you know, one of the reasons I kept going, especially during um, one of the darkest seasons for me. So how do people... Explain that to people who don't know what a why is. If they've never read that post, they've never heard it. What exactly is that and how does it go with your purpose? So one of my mentors would always say, your why is what has you, right? What has you up late at night? Uh, what has you locked in and focused on a task or a goal? Uh, what is that thing that just won't let you go that you're consistently thinking of? Um, you know, so like, you know, people that are on, let's say a weight loss journey, um, you know, reason why a lot of people don't finish or finish their resolutions is because they don't attach a why to it. Um, and what they'll simply say is, uh, I want to lose 30 pounds. Right. So then you got to ask, why do you want to lose 30 pounds? Um, you know, if they can't come up with like, you know, I need to be healthier or, you know, a real good driving force is if you're going to some kind of class reunion or ex has a wedding or uh, you have a wedding to go to and you want to impress friends. or It's some some sometimes it's some superficial reason why you want to, you know, lose weight or, you know, you might want to just uh, maybe you've lost a lot of weight before you gained some weight back and you've already know that you can lose the weight again now you want to challenge yourself to get yourself in the best shape possible so you just want to see what that looks like um so there's different things you know there's some people that start a business um um let's see uh a lot of these ceos um a lot of these you know people start a business uh some are like you know they get into healthcare because it's a place for where you can make a lot of money. Um, but then there's some companies out there, I can't think of any right off the top of my head, but they saw a need. Um, and so they're like, hey, I want to fill that need because a lot of times it's something that they've lacked in their own life. And so they're like, I can't, I'm not the only person that's lacking this. I think the world should know about this. So like a lot of the inventions, even the little microphone that we're talking on someone wanted to find a way to record their thoughts and so they invented this um you know facebook got started as a way to keep people out of college connected now there's over a billions of people that connect through facebook so they had a why and that why was the driving force um to do things and so your why is what drives you your why is what has you 
Um, your why is what you look at when you're ready to quit. Um, it's like, you know, I hear uh, this all the time in uh, different uh, sales meetings and sales pitches. And, oh, they'll be like, you know, go home to your family, set them all down, tell them, you look around, this is the the most you will ever have, right? And if, you know, they'll say, well, if you're content saying that to them, then your why is not strong enough or you know what I'm saying? Like your family's not worth you putting the hard work in to make sure that they have a better quality of life. Um, so, you know, your why is, again, what drives you? It's it's what fulfills like, you know, like you think of Jesus, right? Jesus's biggest why for coming on earth was so that we could be in relationship with God. And and here's the thing about your purpose. Let's let's even talk about this because many won't is just because it's your purpose doesn't mean it's going to be pain free. Preach. Right. It's not going to be pain free. So just because you're in your purpose does not mean your life's going to be easier, stress free. Um, You know, there's going to be tests and trials again, going back to Jesus. I mean, Jesus got beat. He got talked about. He had to carry his cross. He got nailed to the cross he had to die and ultimately he did raise again but his purpose was to come to earth to die for us um so your purpose is not always going to be pleasant and the process isn't always going to um be this nice fluffy um this nice romantic idea that we have with purpose it's not all cute and glitz and glamours you know there's some struggle that comes along with it. But I think anyone in a business or any person out there really pursuing something of purpose and passion, they know that, you know, it's not always easy. I know um, when I was going through school, there were times uh, my parents used to swear up and down that I love school. And I was like, no, but I need this to do what I want to do um, with life. So <clears throat> I know there's anyone, a doctor, you know, lawyers, just different people that know that there is some type of fight that has to come, um, which, in my opinion, kind of qualifies you for it, because if you're willing to go through that, then it's kind of like your access to that level, it's your access to that purpose, your access to whatever, but if you're willing to quit in the midst of that fight, then how much really are you um, up for the challenge that will come, because... Um, I know, especially with being a business owner and different things like that, you have your up seasons and your down seasons. You have periods where money is flowing in. You have periods where it's not. And you have to be able to live well through both periods. You have to be able to um, get through each point and not get to that first stumbling block and be like, all right, well, I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't for me. You know, you have to be able to get and push yourself constantly through and having your why definitely helps you. I know having um, my why is a big thing for me that's kind of kept me going on different things. And I know I talked about in that, like having a why outside of yourself, because that's important. Um, And I know for me, like I have to, because my daughter is my why, as she gets older and she grows, I have to ensure that so does my idea of that because I know that she's not always going to be here around 
you know, she's going to get older, she's going to go off to school, and I still have to maintain, you know, some mothers and uh, parents, you know, they put their whole lives into their kids, and when their kids grow up and go on, you know, they're kind of stuck trying to figure out what to do next, and I don't want to do that. I want to be able to, you know, make sure that I'm being healthy and living the best life I can so she has a great example, but that she also continues to have that example even when she's, you know gone on and gone forth so does my guest have any last words anything else they want to share with the people before we head on out and let them ponder and think on things they can always leave us comments down in the box below so um the only thing i would share is like if there's something that uh you feel that god's calling you to or you feel like um there's purpose or you've even found your purpose um stop hesitating um do not fear for he is with you and even as I say this, I'm talking even to myself, um, you know, sometimes your purpose is scary because it is bigger than you. Um, it's just like you think about uh, you think about uh, Joseph. Um, I love reading the word um, and I love sharing stories because a lot of people don't think that there are stories in the Bible that correlates to us. But there's always something in the Bible that can speak to us. Um but, uh, you know, Joseph had dreams and his dreams, he had no idea what they meant, but they were showing him a glimpse of what his purpose was. Um, and a part of uh, his gift. So his talent got him, you know, his brothers lied on him. He got um, put in jail or he was put in slavery, put in jail. And the thing was, everywhere he went, he was a blessing to that specific area in that place. Um, for the, for the whole purpose was for him to get to Pharaoh's house to tell them what his dreams meant. Right. And after he told him, then Pharaoh's like, okay, well, I need somebody to administer this. And because of what he learned in slavery and what he learned in prison and even what his dad taught him, um, he was able to save not only Egypt, but even his family and was able to bring his family, um, home. So if he didn't take God serious, um, you know, if Jesus didn't take God serious and obey him, if so, there's somebody out there waiting for you to walk in your purpose. Um, and so it's selfish for us not to walk in that purpose um, because God created you for a specific item, uh, a specific task. And, you know, it's he wants that thing done. Right. And he can use somebody else. You don't want him to use somebody else, but he can use somebody else. But just why not fulfill that void in the world and, um, you know, pursue that purpose? So that's what I would encourage you to do is chase your purpose. Go after it with everything that you have. Um, God's going to provide every single resource that you need. Um, and it's going to it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be hard, but it'll all be worth it when you begin to see the fruits of your labor. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I don't take it lightly, the fact that you stopped by and recorded with me today. I know you are a very busy individual, so I appreciate you for stopping by. I know my listeners appreciate the wealth of knowledge that you have given us on today as well. And I want to encourage you guys to um, <clears throat> excuse me, leave comments down below, questions or anything like that that you have. Let us know. Let me know about your purpose, your passion, what... um 
what you've found to be yours, how you found it, what you did, you know, your whole process and all that stuff. And until next time, you guys know the drill. Keep God first and look for the beauty in your lane. Get in it and enjoy the ride. Love God, your neighbor, but don't forget to also love yourself in that order. Be blessed and I'll catch you in the next one. Yep, and also purchase your your order for uh, beauty in your own lane t-shirts. Uh, That's right. To we help support, yeah, to support her. Uh, they're designed by yours truly. Yes, you, you know, did an so amazing job. If you're trying to figure out who you know who designed it or who even came up with it, it's your boy. It's your boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so go ahead, but no, go ahead and support her. Um, she's really looking to empower and impact. Um, so uh, and this is one way that you can help. Um, you know, I would say let's take an offering, but. You know, <laughs> um, but That's no, funny. you know, and it and it gets her brand out there, and then it gets people to understand that there is beauty in your lane, and typically your lane is in your purpose. So yeah, so whatever she said a couple of minutes ago before I went into that tangent, yeah, do all those things, um, love God, uh, love people, and most importantly, love yourself, and uh, watch what God does in your life. Thank you for having me. Anytime. It's been a blast. I'm glad you came by. Yep. So make sure you get my check in the mail, though. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see what we can do about that. Thanks, you guys, for watching, uh, listening, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Deuces.